Welcome to my podcast, Exploring Past Lives with Karen Joy. I am Karen Joy. For over a decade, I've been doing regressions with people who want to experience a past life and sometimes their life between lives. I'm the author of several books, including the groundbreaking book, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, How Our Challenging Past Lives Shape Our Future. In this unique podcast, I speak to people who have actually experienced one or more past lives. Some have also visited their life between lives, which is also known as the afterlife. Come with me now to learn what can happen in a past life regression, what a past life experience is like, how it unfolds, and how it impacts on our current lives. Today we have Marie with us, who's going to talk about her past life experiences that she had with somebody else. So thanks, Marie, for being with us today. My pleasure. I understand that the past life regressions that you did happened some time ago with somebody else, and then you came to me for more uh, life between lives regression. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. So would you like to share a little bit about your spiritual journey with us before we go into the regressions? Sure. Um, I would say I grew up as an open-minded Catholic. I had a strong relationship with God as a child, Um, but I had a few experiences um, growing up with dreams and meditations, one meditation in particular where I I felt I was seeing four different parts of myself in four different lives um yes that was when I was a teenager so that sort of led me to be a little bit more open-minded and I think I thought that there was an expanded version of what I was being taught oh okay so you you what you were being told in your Catholicism, religion, you you thought it was bigger than that or larger than yes, that? Yes, I thought that there was just some extra elements that we didn't quite understand yet. Okay, so that's made you pretty open then, I imagine. Yes. Yeah, great. So perhaps we go on to the regression. So these past lives that you did or you decide what you want to talk about, but that you were going to share those with us, I think. Yes, so in about 2014, I'd been feeling a little bit uncomfortable in my own skin um, and I had this feeling that I was on the wrong track. I had quite a bit of anxiety and in particular I started to have some fear around Alzheimer's and I was only 34 but it was really dominating my thoughts. Uh, I had had some health anxiety before but I'd been seeing a psychologist and um I think I had seen this article about a past life regressionist who focused on fears and she could use the past life regression to alleviate some of those fears. So I thought that was a really good option. So I went to her and um, I didn't really know what to expect, but um, it was a great experience. I'll tell you about two because I had two in that one session and I went in there wanting to alleviate my fear of Alzheimer's, but the first life that came to me had nothing to do with that whatsoever, but I think was quite poignant from where I was at at the time and for the future. 
So the first one I went into, um, I was a mother who was from the poor parts of town in early times in London. And I had two children of my own and my husband um, was an alcoholic and he'd left me. So I was struggling to provide for my two children and I had to work in the city and I was a nanny for a child and her father, uh, she'd lost her mother and um, her father was quite kind uh, but he was quite busy with work. So during the day I was spending time with this child that wasn't mine to get money to feed my children who are back at home. And I identified during the regression quite early, um, I could see that the children in that life that were mine were one of them was my eldest daughter in this life and one of them was my sister in this life. And I knew that the adopted child, uh, sorry, not the adopted child, the child that I was nannying, uh, for she was um, my younger child in this life okay. and her father was my husband in this life. Okay. So I had Very quite relevant. a bit of a knowing about that, yeah, and quite relevant. Um, I felt in that regression that I was torn between the two worlds um, and my Children of, at the time wanted me to be around more, but I knew I had to provide for them. So that was the, the general feeling about working and looking after my family. And they, um, in that life, they resented me by the end of that because I hadn't provided um, enough emotional support because I was trying to work. So the girl that I was nannying for, um, she ended up standing by me until my death point. So it was quite an interesting life. And as I went in between lives, um, I had a deeper understanding and I had an experience where I communicated with my guide and my guide said in that space that you had agreed with the child that you nannied for to be her real mother in this life because that's what she had always wanted and you had come back to correct the relationships between your other daughter and your sister in this life by giving them the care and attention that they deserved. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense, <coughs> sense yes. then, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. it really does. Focusing on that one, I think... When I look back on that, that was quite important because that was a catalyst to make me change my job completely. So after that, I started a company that focused on allowing women to work from home and spend more time with their children. So that in that way, I actually got to spend a lot more time with my own children. And um, unbeknownst to me, five years later, my eldest daughter passed away unexpectedly of an aneurysm. So I felt that that regression was so poignant in the timing for me to really step back and evaluate and get my balance right and make sure that I enjoyed every moment with her and spent every moment together. So that was very powerful. That, that makes a lot of sense. Very difficult situation that you have when you lose a child. That's an awful thing, but easier, a little bit easier, let's say if you know you've spent time with them and you've done 
you know, you would it would have been harder if you hadn't, wouldn't it? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so I'm grateful for that experience. Um, the second one was more focused on my fear of Alzheimer's. So I feel like I was meant to have that first one as that experience. That was the pertinent knowledge for me at that time. And then the second one dealt with my Alzheimer's and I was in the war and I was a soldier on the field and I had a bleeding leg and I knew that I had to get some assistance. So I tried to escape um, and I felt a little bit bad about that, but I was also, I just didn't agree with being there at that time. I had that sense. So I was walking for what felt like quite a bit of time and I came across a farm and in the farm I knocked on the door and there was a lady in there and I noticed as the door opened that she had some children um, but she sort of closed the door and said I'll help you in a minute and then the children weren't there when I came back in and she ended up healing my wound um, giving me some food and sending me on my way and then it went to the next part of my life where I was actually a student I was in France and I was studying philosophy and I had more of a purpose to investigate, I guess, the morals and the ethics of what I'd been through um, during the war. And I had a friend at that time as well and the friend was male and I was male. So I felt like we had quite a close relationship and potentially it could have been a deeper relationship but we weren't able to pursue that because um, in those times it wasn't viewed homosexuality had different views upon it but that person um, ended up being there for me when I started to lose my mind with Alzheimer's so I was in my apartment for some period of time and I had that experience where I felt what was happening to me and I was feeling confused and then after that time it went to my death point and in that death point I remember um, that person being by my bedside and me feeling so much relief as I came out of my body. I had sort of a dual awareness, the awareness of the human mind where I felt confused but I also at the same time had the awareness of my soul thinking that's okay this is not going to be forever so the relief of having just my soul energy and my soul mind after I'd come through the death point was so, what healed me so do you think that you were was stuck or not you but the soldier it with the Alzheimer's was a bit stuck before I think so yeah it sounds yes. like it yeah and you needed that's why it was bleeding through into your current life so did it did all your Alzheimer fears disappear after that? Absolutely. Just it was phenomenal. I walked out of there and I did not think about it again. It's very interesting how things that bleed through in our current life have a cause and a past yes. life sometimes. Yeah. That's great. Thanks for sharing that about that experience. And each of those past lives then are or have been related to your current life very clearly. Yes. So in each of those past lives, you did die in the past life. So did you go, where did you go after you died? Did you go into the life between lives? 
Yeah, so for my first experience, um, as I mentioned before, I went into a space with with a guide um, who had that message for me about the first life. However, after the second one, I did find myself in a different space. Uh, I was around a table and at that table were what I perceived to be elders or people who knew more about what I was doing at that point in time than I was. Some of them were dressed in white and I think there were two from memory in red. And they sat there and they said, your next life, which is the life that I am in now, and I knew that's what they meant. They said that you, your purpose for this life is to start this business. You need to go ahead and do that. And they made me aware that the things I would learn, it wouldn't really matter what the business was that I started because I had had quite a few ideas at the time. They said you just need to start it and there's skills in there that you're going to need to learn. So go ahead and do that. And at the five-month mark, at five-year mark, something is going to happen and it's going to completely change and your purpose will be more focused around healing and wellness. And I thought to myself, okay, that's interesting. We'll see what happens. So I've always sort of had that in the back of my mind. And I did start the business in 2015. So in 2020, when COVID started, it was a travel business. Um, so I thought to myself, great, fine, that's easy. COVID, you can take the business away. I know this was sort of pre-planned, so I had a bit of calmness around it. I didn't know if my business was going to morph into sort of the wellness space or how that was going to happen, but I sort of just had this level of trust because I had had this experience. And so I was quite calm and I didn't see it as so much of a negative thing or a problem. But then five months in was when I lost my daughter. And that obviously, as I mentioned, it takes you, strips you back to nothing. It's devastating and it changes who you are. It's almost like you, the old person you were has died and there's a new person in their place. Yeah. So that that was hard, obviously, and still is and will always be. However, um, having that experience before and knowing has sort of given me the courage and strength to focus my energy on how I can use my experience to help others. Okay. Wow. It's, it's, it's words don't, can't explain what that's like for anybody if you haven't no. been through it and you you have so then you came to see me a, I think uh, some months ago yes yes and what was the reason that you were guided to that do you think so I had um, watched a brilliant talk that you'd done with helping parents heal oh and okay Oh, that's I a have, wonderful group. That group is yes, helping yeah, people. That, that's for people who've lost somebody. That's yeah, I was correct. very lucky. I spoke to a group in Georgia, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah. So that was fantastic. And um, I had been given the book Journey of Souls by my counsellor at the time. And I came across Wisdom of Souls and that all came together with yourself. And I thought to myself, 
I need to do this. And there was a chance that even though I sort of had this experience where I sort of had been told a little bit, I was actually hoping that I would meet Sienna in that space, my daughter, (laughs) and uh, be able to communicate with her there because I'd heard that that sometimes that happens in this life between life. And uh, then I thought, you know, perhaps I'd get a little bit of guidance on on what to do in the next couple of years as well. Okay, good. So now we can explore a little bit about what happened in that regression, if you'd like to share that. <laughs> yes, sure. So I had gone to my guide in that uh, regression and he started talking to me about the current state of the earth and where we were at at the time and the guide showed me around the earth this thick it's like we're looking back down onto the planet and this thick blanket of energy around dark energy around the planet and I think I kept hearing um we need to turn the darkness into light and you agreed to do this at this time (laughs) I had yeah, I had some awareness that a previous role that I'd had had to do with energy and being able to help heal other people's energy um, and that, yeah, that I had agreed to do this, <laughs> which I wasn't very overly happy about in that state. Um, and the guide showed me, I think, coming back down on to earth and I was feeling upset about that. How did it come back? <laughs> yeah, but Pretty I, common. Uh, I... Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so, but I I was sort of made aware that there was a time at the moment that was required for healing. It was really important. And um, there was some need for healing centres and that they weren't going to be the traditional in the traditional sense so you you mean not um alternate type healing to what our medical model is yes absolutely um that wasn't going to be um the only form of healing but just a complementary stream yes just different ways for people to understand who they truly were yeah yeah that makes sense Yes. Okay, and it wasn't that long. Uh, you came to see me not long after you'd lost your daughter, so it's understandable that you were your motivation was to speak or see her. Yes. So can you share us if what happened? Did, yeah. did we get some contact? Or yes, she. I felt that she was there during that time. Uh, she's got quite a good sense of humour, so it's like she was standing off to the side and just smiling. Um, okay. And just saying, you know, this is what you need to hear, Mum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and get back that, to work. <laughs> good, get back to work. My yeah. gosh. <laughs> no, not so, really. She didn't say that. <laughs> so did that? Did that help uh, at all? Like to for to settle you down a little? Yes, it does. I think there are so many different ways to heal, and I think that our society doesn't always do death justice. Yeah. Um, our Western society, at least, is what I'm aware of and what I'm exposed to. And I think that um, 
through something like a regression and many other different ways. I think it's such a journey when you're healing from such profound loss that you do seek out any way that you can reach a child um, through any means. Um, and through those experiences, I think the fact that I'd had them prior to her passing too just meant for me that those experiences were validated. Yes. Yes. Well, what was predicted came to pass. Mm, yeah. Yes, it did. Your spiritual guides, were they there? I think they were. I think they were. Oh, in the Life Between Life yeah, there was. Yes, there were. was one particular um man who was guiding me so there was just one yeah in that experience back in the other past life regression there was multiple around the table but in this life between lives there was just one guiding me just one guiding you so did they tell you what modality you were going to use or what did you get any information about that or have you worked that out what you were going to do well I just feel he basically said that you need to explore several because you need to have multiple tools under your belt. But the one I've been drawn to that I feel is most aligned with me is the past life regression healing and the life between lives because of my personal experience and of what I've seen come to pass and how it's helped me. Well, that sounds wonderful. And uh, you are pursuing that now, I believe, Marie. That's right. <laughs> That's great. That's really great because I think there's a great need for it. Yes. A great need for it. And uh, I know that I'm very busy with it. So you're going to have a lot to contribute there. I can see that and help a lot of people. So that's wonderful. I hope so. Well, I think, I think it's ordained already, actually. <laughs> so during, so what you explained what you were experiencing when the past lives that you were sort of, um, I've used the word bilocated, but you're sort of like in, in the past life and then also aware to some degree of your current self. Would you mm -hmm. is, would you agree with that? Because I've noticed a lot of people are saying that. Yes, yes. I did have that feeling that um, I was very associated with the experiences. Um, and for me personally, I know it varies for different people, but I was seeing it like a movie was running on the screen and I had a very deep um, connection with even physically some of the feelings in the regression but at the same time I could at the same time have a running script around how I was perceiving that. Yeah I think that's that observer like we've got the two parts of ourselves and as we go through life I sort of think also just having that in your life, like you can be feeling really miserable and down and, and you can also be aware that it's going to pass. You yes. know, like, so we do have those different parts of ourselves that can help us through things down here. Perhaps that's our true high soul self, I don't know. But, but yes, you're having an experience, but there's part of you that knows that you're having an experience. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. sometimes I feel that same feeling, you know, if something makes me angry in the moment, and then I hear myself from from like a bird's eye perspective um, looking over saying, that's interesting. I wonder why that's <laughs> making you angry. Exactly. <laughs> it's the same sort of thing, that observer. <laughs> that's what it is. So I guess it makes sense that in the regression we sort of have that experience too to some degree. Yes. Um, yes. And so did you, 
you, you said you're quite associated. Was it visual? It's, you said a movie, visual. Did you have the other experiences, auditory? And you had, I think you said you had emotional experiences too. Yes, yeah, and physical. And physical. So what about the visuals? Was that clear? Some people get an impression and other people get very clear visuals. What was it like for it, you? It was very clear. It was like a movie. Very clear. Oh, that's great. Yes. That's great. So everybody's different in that, and that's mm. that in itself is interesting, but it, it's just a bit like those um, NLP things about being kinesthetic, visual, or auditory. I think that must have something that's to right. do with it. That's right, and I'm a very um, vivid dreamer, so oh, it makes you? sense to me, and I remember lots of detail. Okay, yeah. so it was easy for you to get that clear visual experience. Yes. Okay, so what surprised you about the regressions you've had to, so we, you can speak about either. Just generally now summing it up, what would you say surprised you? I think that I didn't think I was going to be able to be hypnotised from the beginning or regressed. I had a doubt in my mind as to how that was going to happen and I also wondered whether I would just in the moment make something up. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which I think is a common, common question. However, the level of detail and as you as I clicked in after the relaxation component of it, I just could not fathom the amount of detail that I and that the scene just started to unfold in front of me. And I wasn't even thinking about it at all. It was just me visualising as if I was in a movie and it, I was in front of the screen and it was just playing out in front of me. That was what was fascinating. So it was very real and, and very present and, yeah, so it was it would be hard to doubt it then or think yes. you were making it up. That's right. <laughs> Which is a good thing. That's right. Okay. So is there anything else that you'd like to add about your experience? So you're going to be doing this work. That's great. And uh, you're studying at the moment. So when do you think you'll be able to do that? I'm hoping that I should be ready to do this work in January next year. So January 2022? Yes. And do you want to say anything then about how people would contact you? Sure. Um, I have a website and it's www.travelthemind.com.au. So travel the mind you. oh what yes. a great dot com dot au, <laughs> <Are> you? Okay. <laughs> okay that's great yeah so that's great for anybody who wants to see you especially with your experiences that you've had which are rich rich experiences yeah, yeah. thanks I, I guess that's the word you use but devastating too yeah yeah so Anything else you'd like to add right now at the end about how, like the situation with losing your daughter, are you, it's not that long ago, is it? How long ago is it now? No, we're 16 months. 16 months. So how are you coping with it now? Maybe we just shared that to see how your experiences have, if they've helped very much at all. I think probably the most important component of the help that I've had dealing with this is the realisation that there are ways to move forward with her in spirit and that that's not always um, the mainstream view. Sometimes the view is that, you know, 
we have to put that grief in a box and move on. And with a child, it's just all of the, their future is gone from you. Um, and it comes with a lot of a huge set of emotions that are very deep and very challenging um, in probably not that I ever want to compare grief, but the loss of a child is quite challenging in the range of emotions that you feel associated to the grief. So I have um, been lucky enough to have come across some amazing people um, and some guiding lights, especially through Helping Parents Heal. That organisation has been, I think, key in me being able to find alternate ways to heal and to be with my daughter and connect with her through meditations, through accredited mediums, through these life between life experiences. And I think the more that we are open to moving forward with our grief and with our children or the people that we love that have passed, I think the more profound and rich our lives will be after um, and we'll have the ability to to live rather than to <laughs> fall sort down of, in our grief. Yes, sort of more to thrive rather than just survive. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. That's that's very moving. So I think thanks. is there anything else you want to say before we go? No, just thank you to you, Karen, oh, <laughs> for my life between lives and for being on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Well, that's a pleasure. And I really hope a lot of people listen to this and find their way to you and others who are listening help others they know who need this sort of help to find a way to you because okay. I think you're going to help a lot of people, Marie. I think it's wonderful. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just, just tell me that website again. It's Travel, Travel the Mind. Yeah, www.travelthemind.com.au. .com.au. Okay. And you'll be doing that by Zoom as well, I imagine. Yes. Yes. So anybody anywhere in the world can contact you for that help. That's correct. Yes. And your your daughter was pretty young when you lost her too, wasn't she? Yeah, she was 11. Yeah. So that's important that, that we, I mean, that doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. And we yeah. don't, never know what's ahead, do we, really? That's well, right. Unfortunately, no. No, we don't. So, well, thank you so much for sharing your experience. It's been absolutely wonderful to have you, Marie. You've got a beautiful, My energy, beautiful <laughs> energy, and uh, I look forward to continuing to speak to you about what you're experiencing in the future as well. Especially, not necessarily with a podcast, but maybe we'll see as we go further <laughs> forward. Hey, excellent. Thank you. Thanks, Marie. Take care. Take care. Thank you for tuning in today. Please feel free to access my website, lifebetweenlivesregression.com.au for much more information about past lives and life between lives. You also might want to tune in to my Twitter and my Instagram account and my Facebook page, Karen Joy Author. On my website, you will find case studies explored in depth in my blogs and in my books and locate other useful information and resources. Thank you for listening.